Trials and tribulations, life can get rough. And through the storm, we'll make it. Just put your trust in Him. No matter what you're going through, I know that I'll never leave you. You feel that you can't take no more. You may think you've seen it all. for checking out this week's podcast episode of Get Happy with Jay. I'm your host, Jatan Wood. So happy for you guys to be checking out this episode. It's going to be a little bit of a departure. My husband and I went to um, a very fun event for the first time ever just a couple of weeks ago, and it is my chance now to kind of review the event and what event is that? It is a Southern and Western Open that's held every year. It's usually right around the middle of August, like the second or third week of August in Mason, Ohio, which is a suburb of Cincinnati. And it's held at the Lindner Family Tennis Center. It is a huge tennis event when it comes to tournaments it is just below the level of the grand slam so it is a masters 1000 level for the men and it is a top tier event for the women so you see the biggest names in um, the ATP and the WTA that all come out and when it comes to those big tier events one reason you get so many uh, of the top players is because they have to attend and participate in so many of uh, the tournaments at that level so you will see most of the top players unless they're injured or something's going on with them they usually uh, will come out to this one and this is said to be one of the players favorite tournaments and I think it's because it's a really low-key atmosphere I think the players have a lot more freedom to go about the Cincinnati area and just be themselves and have fun if you're the type of person that you really want to have a um, a sighting of one of your favorite players um, they really do get around quite a bit and do um, things around that area and I'll talk about that a little bit later because I actually had two player sightings outside the event myself which was uh, surprising and it's kind of cool to see these people that you see on TV and that you admire and to see them like out in the real world doing normal stuff like we were like, for example, one morning getting pancakes. So if you want to get those opportunities to see players and get photos and autographs and things of that nature, there are plenty of opportunities to do so. So back to the Southern and Western Open, I had been wanting to go for years and years. And when I think about it, I'm like... I have no clue why I just haven't really put the effort in to go because from where I live by car it's a five-hour drive and we did go ahead and make the drive even though now at the age I am you guys if I have to drive more than two and a half hours I'm pretty much over it <laughs> but this time we decided to to do it anyway so 
I don't know. I will definitely go ahead and tell you that I would definitely go to this tournament again. So will I drive next time? I don't know. But uh, that's not what's important. What's important is all the details about this event. It's so well put on. And in walking around the grounds, um, I overheard several people that um, come every year because so many people, it just it's an annual thing for them. They just come back again and again. And they were saying that this year was different in that they had changed up a lot of things and and made it even nicer. So I kind of wish I had been before to have something to compare it to to this year. But um, it was just excellent all the way around. And one of the best things about this tournament is the wonderful hospitality. The entire staff, they are so nice from the minute you get on the grounds because my husband and I both have some mobility issues. My knees are shot. My husband's had hip surgery. So walking long distances is really kind of an issue right now for both of us. So when we get there, we, you know, we figured we'd have to park like a country mile away. And you do. You do have to park uh, quite a ways out. But they had uh, golf carts at the ready and people that would take you from where your parking area is all the way to the front gate entrance. So just right off the bat, it is just so fan and visitor friendly. That's one of the main things about this tournament that stood out to me is that they make it just as easy as they possibly can for you to have a great experience there. So that was a plus right out the gate Um, it really is a tournament that seems to cater to the fans and like I said everything is convenient from the golf cart shuttles um, disabled accessibility this is a type of tournament that I think if you have any type of disability if you are uh, wheelchair bound or, or anything they will make it comfortable for you even as far as once you get into the stadiums they have a uh, special seating for folks that have issues like that so don't let that stop you if you have any kind of issues like that and there's tons of seating everywhere which I was also surprised about because we went the tournament started um the weekend before because there's like the qualifying for the players to be able to get into the main draw and then there's fan events the weekend before but the actual uh play for the event starts on monday and i knew that we wanted to go early in the week because of course the earlier that you're there you're going to see more players because of course with each round uh the players are going to thin out and uh, go home and and get prepared for the next tournament so I wanted to be able to see as many of the top players as possible so for us I purchased um, tickets way back in March when the tickets were first announced that they were available for purchase and it was kind of really a blind purchase because I had no idea of course you have no idea who you're going to be able to see whether you get a day session or a night session and when you choose your session you're going to be able to see like a couple of matches I think with the, if you get uh, the day sessions you can see probably three matches um, and for the night session you get to see two matches so I had no idea 
But I knew once again, since it was center court, it was at the early stage of the tournament that we'd be able to see for sure some top 10 players. So like a day or two before the tournament, and I checked to see who we were going to see on the night, which was Tuesday night. That's the sessions we purchased. And you guys, my two absolute favorite players, I was potentially going to get to see. The first match of the night was Roger Federer. Can you believe it? That he's my favorite male player. And one of my ultimate favorite female players is Serena Williams. My other favorite, of course, being her sister, Venus. So we were so stoked and excited. And I was like, how lucky and incredibly blessed for me to have blindly purchased these tickets months and months ago. And then lo and behold, I had the potential to see my two ultimate favorites. So that was really exciting. And, you know, like I said, it's a crapshoot when you buy the tickets, but I have been such a tennis fan for so long. I'm talking, you guys, decades, and I dabbled somewhat in playing myself. And uh, as a 50-year-old woman, of course, I have seen several generations of tennis players. So for me, it really didn't necessarily matter who we got to see because I would have been excited either way, but that was just like icing on the cake. And we'll talk about that because to experience the Roger Federer fandom is something <laughs> that's just awesome. I think he is like the ultimate fan favorite and people are just they just go nuts for Roger and to see the signs that people made and brought and the shirts and to be in a stadium full of people who and God bless his opponent who let me think I don't want to mess up his name it was Juan Ignacio Landero someone I had never heard of before I'm sure an up-and-coming player but I think poor Juan Ignacio probably had maybe two percent of the crowd backing him it was like a stadium full of people that were there just to see Roger and of course Serena so it was just it was something to behold but before I get into the actual matches that I saw let me get back to telling you a little bit more about the southern and western open experience as a whole and it is something that if you have family or friends with you that are not tennis fans don't worry there is so much to do both on the grounds of the Linder Family Tennis Center there's just lots of stuff to do lots of activities and in the Mason Ohio area of course it's right by Cincinnati which is a world-class city there's just tons of stuff to see and do whether you take the drive into Cincinnati or whether you even stick around Mason because literally across the street from the Linder Family Tennis Center is Kings Island which is kind of like a Six Flags kind of you know with rides and it's an amusement park and I'm telling you if you want to see tennis players outside of the tennis venue that's the number one place to go because all the tennis players love to go there on their downtime and now there are several tennis players that have kids and so the ones that have kids even Roger Federer in the past has taken his two sets of twins there it's just something that you know I think pretty much all the players go to they love to do it and um, like I said it's literally across the road 
from the tenor, tennis center. So the accessibility to it, um, the ease of getting there, the convenience, it's just great. Now we didn't do that because I'm not the biggest amusement park fan. I'm kind of like over that phase of my life. But if I was, it's great. It's a twofer. That's something else that your family can do. There's um, an aquarium in Cincinnati that I heard that a lot of people go to, including uh, some of the tennis players. Just so much stuff to do, you guys, and tons of shopping. You name it, whatever you want to do and find for your family or for your friends, your spouse. It can be just like for my husband and I. It could be just a romantic getaway for you and your significant other as well. So if you are the only person in your family that's really super stoked about tennis and you want to talk everybody into going with you, just emphasize that there's so much to do in the Mason, Cincinnati area that, you know, you will not get bored at all. Let me see. I've got my whole list of stuff to cover. Uh, when you are actually on the grounds at the Lindner Family Tennis Center, everything is just so neatly contained and easy to find. Like, for example, if you want to shop for tennis memorabilia, uh, tennis gear, other shopping, jewelry, you name it. They just really conveniently had all the little uh, tennis shopping tent areas set up to where you can find it. If you're hungry, they've got an amazing big, really big food court. If you're a foodie, there's all kinds of food to choose from. Everything from like sushi to subs, pizza, you name it. Um, there's lots of food choices for you. Um, and like I said, it's convenient. You can easily find where the food court is. You can easily find where the shopping is. There are stations everywhere where you can stay hydrated and buy beverages, both alcoholic beverages and non-alcoholic beverages. I know for me and Raymond, we're like, it was so like, the temperature wasn't super hot. It was probably about 84 degrees the day we went. But when we got there, the sun was like beaming down. So it felt a lot hotter with the sun beaming down on you. We're like, I personally would not want any alcohol being that hot. So we were just downing bottles and bottles of water, but it's great that wherever you turn, you can get something to drink and it's so important when you're going to be in outdoor events like that that you really do need to take care of yourself and really stay hydrated and there's plenty of an opportunity for you to do that there's uh, restrooms everywhere you can easily get to a bathroom and the women's room that uh, I went to was clean Raymond said my husband that is he went to the bathroom and he said it the men's bathroom wasn't so clean and there was like the floors were wet which is probably urine which is gross but you know it is what it is I'm just thankful that we didn't have to use like disgusting porta potties because that's kind of what I envisioned and I had even told my husband I wonder if we're gonna have to use a porta potty because I promise you I'd rather go squat behind a car than to use a porta potty I don't know about you, but that's just me. They are totally disgusting. So no porta potties. They actually have real bathrooms all over the venue as well. And again, um, like I was saying, there are just tons of places to sit, not just around the food court area, but there's benches and chairs everywhere. So 
if you need to like sit down, rest, take a break, um, there's plenty of seating and it was a really busy day. And I was kind of concerned that, you know, with our uh, joint issues that we wouldn't have places to sit while we were waiting to be able to get into center court. It was not a problem at all. There were like tons and tons of places to sit and um, which was really neat. And I will include some photos. Like if you go to the website, gethappywithjay.com, there you're going to be able to see photos that I have inserted with some blurbs as well. So if you're listening to this on Spotify or iTunes or wherever else you're listening, be sure and go to the website as well because that's where you're going to see that I also added photos. So I want you to see those too because one thing was kind of neat. There's a couple of different areas where they have these huge outdoor screens where you can see what's going on on center court and on the grandstand as well. So that was kind of cool. So if you don't have tickets to get into center court, you can still watch and see live right there what's going on outside. And a lot of people set out and uh, watched that as well. So that was kind of neat. It's affordable, uh, which was really surprising. Now, once you get on the grounds and you're purchasing food and beverages, that's not really cheap. That's pricey because I think we were paying, you know, around five bucks for a bottle of water. Um, we got subs from, what was it? Firehouse subs or something. And we got two six inch subs, two bags of chips and two bottles of water. And it was like $45, <laughs> which is hilarious because it would have been like 20 at a local one so that was kind of funny so just be just know and be prepared that you know when you're buying food and beverages on site those things are going to kind of be pricey which we were prepared and we weren't surprised about that but actually getting into the event itself was really affordable um and I'll say that we did because since this was our first time coming we really kind of wanted, it was kind of like a test run. We wanted to just kind of go see what the experience was like. And then next time, if we like it, we were going to put more money into it. So the tickets we purchased were like way up in the nosebleeds. And the tickets were about, I think they were $48 a piece. Um, so for the two of us, we spent about just only 100 bucks for the tickets to get in to um, the center court. And the thing about it too, about this tournament, which is so neat, and it may be this way with other tennis tournaments as well. I don't know, this was actually our first one that we went to period. But for the Southern and Western Open, the only stadium that you have to purchase tickets to get into is the center court. That's it. If you have your grounds pass, which of course you have to buy grounds passes if you don't have tickets to get into center court, you have to buy a grounds pass. And with your grounds pass alone, you get access to everything except center court. You get the grandstand, which is the next biggest court, which of course you're going to see the same top players there that you would on center court, which is awesome. And you get into the other um, the other stadiums too, the other stadium courts where they're, they're playing matches. So you can see absolutely tons and tons of tennis. And it's kind of cool with your grounds pass too because you don't have to like feel like you have to stay 
like at center court or anything, you can bounce around to different courts and see, you know, you might want, you might not want to stay for an entire match, but you want to stay maybe for like a set on one court to see some players play, then get up, move around, get something to eat, get something to drink, go relax, chill out, talk to friends, and then maybe bounce around to another court and things like that. So it's really neat that the only court that you have to buy tickets for specifically is center court and with that ticket that gets you everywhere as well but it also gets you into center court so that's something to think about too when you're planning like do you want to pay like extra money more money than you would for just a ground pass to be able to get into center court as well that's up to you it depends on who you want to see it was just really you guys just a cool experience and I think that's neat that you can with your grounds pass be able to get to see all these different matches and stuff and I one thing that I would definitely recommend and that I think that we'll do for sure if we go next year which at this point I think it's a definite that we will is to spend the day even if you don't go like multiple days because there's most people there that they are there like every day of that entire week of the tournament that would be like way too much for me but I would say you definitely need to be there for an entire day just to be able to take in everything and then plus if you're there in the morning you have a great opportunity to see the top players um, in practice sessions and that's when you are really like super up close and personal with these players and you get to see how they interact with their team and that's really your best opportunity if you're the type that if you want an autograph or if you want a photo with your favorite player do that you guys go and check out the practice sessions like I said we didn't do that because we had um, night session tickets and you're not really going to see too many players practicing in the evening but if you get that day pass go and check that out I was able to see on social media tons of folks that had taken uh, pictures with the top players um, at the practice session so I would definitely recommend that and um, there's so many other things going on on the grounds too if you're there all day long they constantly have live music going there's all sorts of different exhibitions and um, a lot of times they'll have areas set up where tennis players will be there for you to kind of have meet and greets with them so there's all kinds of things going on on the grounds so when you're not watching tennis there's other stuff to do too and I tell you that when you are watching the tennis matches because we did um, kind of check out a couple of the other stadiums as well there's really not a bad seat anywhere even in center court even though our t our seats were like way up in the nosebleeds we really could see everything well now could we like see the very fine details of the players faces and things like that of course not but as far as being able to really see uh, the match and see what was going on even way up high they were great seats in the grandstand the grandstand is amazing because it's almost like a bullpen kind of setup to where there's absolutely no bad seat there or any of the other stadiums as well so it is just absolutely well done if you are a tennis lover this tournament is like tennis heaven I don't know if you can get that up close and personal with players at any other tournament 
but it is definitely worth your time to go check out. Now it is time for me to talk about my experience seeing the one, the only, Roger Federer. Of course, he is the all-time winningest player on the male side as far as Grand Slams. He holds 20 Grand Slam titles. Um, Next to him is Nadal, who is uh, at 18. Um, Novak Djokovic is nipping on their heels. I think he's at 15 or 16, so there's lots of uh, competition trying to take Roger's top spot, but he still holds it as of now. And it was just an incredible experience because people of all races, male, female kids, I'm telling you, everyone was so excited to see him. We were excited to see Serena, but unfortunately, Serena had had to uh, pull out and withdraw from the tournament because she had uh, suffered from some back spasms at a tennis tournament just the week before that. So even though we were hoping and praying that we would get to see her that evening, We were not surprised at all when they made the announcement that she wouldn't be there. And really the most important thing as a true fan is that she's healthy. The U.S. Open is starting this next week, which would have been like a week from that tournament. So we just wanted to make sure that she was healthy and doing well for that. But to not see her was a huge disappointment I have to say and I'm telling you when Rogers match was over and when they made the announcement that Serena wouldn't be there I mean the place emptied out I felt bad for the two players that were playing in the match because we were all like okay we're out of here <laughs> we can still go see some other great matches going around on the grounds but anyway it was even just to see one of my favorites was an experience that I will never forget. I mean, everyone was in great spirits. Of course, everyone was cheering and just so excited to see Roger. But one thing that was kind of surprising to me is that I kept having to, believe it or not, remind myself to stop looking around and actually watch Roger because the whole atmosphere was just so nice so chill we were like meeting and getting to know the people that were sitting around us and just having a great time that I really kind of many times several times lost focus of what was going on during the tennis match so I had to keep telling myself this is possibly a once in a lifetime opportunity to see Roger Federer play in person Um, you know he's getting up there in age we never know when he is going to retire so I'm like girl stay focused on seeing Roger and it's poetry in motion that is the best way to describe how Roger Federer plays tennis I mean he floats around the court even at his age I don't think he's lost any speed he hasn't lost a step at all as far as his ability and he went on to win that match 6264 so it was wonderful in the middle of the match we experienced a rain delay and we were all thinking oh no because again during the Roger match we still didn't know that Serena would not be playing next so we were thinking oh no not only 
is it possible that we won't see the rest of this match? We might not see Serena in the next match. So the rain came swiftly because the forecast had been kind of iffy for a couple days leading into it. And the day before there had been some rain, but there wasn't supposed to be that night. So when the rain came, everyone was like, oh no. And it was kind of funny to see everyone kind of scatter once the rain started because for a few seconds maybe it was just sprinkles and then it was just like a torrential downpour and it rained I want to say not that long maybe about 15 or 20 minutes and then it tapered down and it was really interesting to see the ball kids and the grounds crew come out and clean up the court so all in all from the time the rain started until they got the court cleared it was about 45 minutes or so but it really didn't seem that long because again everybody even with the rain delay was in great spirits everyone was in a great mood it was kind of just like a party atmosphere and we were just having fun as we were waiting and hoping that we would get to see more tennis, which we did. Roger got to come back out and finish the match, which was absolutely, again, it's incredible. And I think one thing that I can kind of equate it to, it's like your favorite band, your favorite singer, and you think, wow, in my lifetime, I don't want to have missed seeing this person like for example I was a huge 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 and still am to this day Luther Vandross fan and Prince fan those are my two absolute favorites and I always said oh one of these days I'm going to get to go see Prince unfortunately with Prince and especially his untimely death I never got to experience him live and in person which to this day it's kind of like a disappointment but on the flip side I did get to see Luther Vandross in person and it's kind of that kind of rock star experience that you just have to have that experience if you love these players you know get out there and get your opportunity to see them you know as an athlete an athlete's career does not last forever you have a limited amount of time to be able to really go see them and to have that experience and I say go for it so anyway um in talking again about just the atmosphere, the, the lightheartedness of it, the party atmosphere, it was just absolutely lovely. And it kind of annoys my husband. And the flip side of it, he loves it. The fact that I can kind of go anywhere and talk to anybody and start conversations and get to know people. And it was just awesome that for as many people as I saw at the event and talked to and met, no one talked about politics, no one talked about anything depressing, everyone was actually just talking about tennis and the experience of being there. And so many different people, people from all walks of life, all races, you know, walking around on the grounds. I heard so many different languages spoken. It was just a beautiful, lighthearted experience that I really needed. Sometimes you need those moments where it makes you realize that there are just far more good people than there are bad. And keep in mind that this was like a week after the shootings that happened in Dayton, Ohio, which, you know, is not far from where we were. So I'm sure that that shooting was on everyone's mind. And the other two shootings that had 
occurred as well in El Paso and um, at the Garlic Festival in California. So after you experience those things going on in the world and in the country, it's just nice to be reminded that the vast majority of people in this country are just really kind and good people that have the exact same values and desires in life as you are and going to that tennis tournament at that time and having that kind of experience it was a good reminder of that let me talk right now just briefly about the tennis player sightings that i had talked about the first night we were there because we went up on monday we wanted to be sure and get there like the day before we were actually going to be going to watch tennis so we could kind of soak in the atmosphere and just relax first. And we went to just like a regular mediocre run-of-the-mill Italian restaurant. It was not anything fancy at all. And we saw a tennis player. And, and believe it or not, the restaurant was packed. And I think I was the only person in that restaurant that recognized this tennis player. And I told my husband right away, I looked up and she's not even a huge player right now she's um, a really uh, really really good doubles player and um, she's okay at singles and she's getting better because she's young her name is Katarina Siniakova and I think she's from the Czech Republic but anyway I recognized her right away because I watch hours and hours and hours of tennis so I know who all these players are and I was just like wow I just smiled and it was just a neat experience seeing her there I think she was either with maybe her dad or her coach and so that was kind of neat. So that was my first tennis player sighting outside the tennis venue. And then the following day, that Tuesday morning, um, and I'm not going to say the names of these restaurants because I want to give these players some privacy because, like I said, I think one of the reasons why they really love the Mason, Ohio experience is because I don't think, believe it or not, even though this tennis tournament has been coming there for God knows how long, and people are a, kind of aware that it's going on, but it just doesn't seem to be a big deal to the average Ohioan. Because <laughs> we were talking to a couple of people, and they're just like, yeah, you know, we know that tennis tournament is going on, but whatever. So I think it really gives the tennis players that anonymity to move about without being recognized and just mobbed. Whereas in New York or some other cities, they really couldn't go around and do that. And so the next day we were at like a breakfast pancake restaurant. Once again, nothing fancy, run of the mill. And we saw U.S. player Sloan Stevens. And I was just like, it was so funny because once again, she is a Grand Slam champion. She won the 2017 U.S. Open. Um, she's been in the top 10 for you know a couple years so I mean she's one of the more well-known faces in tennis and again I think I'm literally the only person that didn't recognize her or or know who she was even my husband didn't because I like poked him like oh my god Sloan Stevens is here can you believe she's here in this restaurant and he was like uh okay it was so funny because she was there with like a couple of friends or something and I just happened to like turn turned around because there was some commotion this um 
poor elderly gentleman had fallen and he was being attended to and there was an ambulance coming and there was all this kind of chaos going on too. And I happened to look around and she and I kind of locked eyes and at first I kind of did probably like a, a comedic eye blink because I'm like, wait a second. And I kind of squinted like, I know I'm not sitting here having pancakes and I'm looking in the face of Sloane Stevens. It was like so surreal. And she looked at me like, oh no, I've been clocked. I have been seen. <laughs> so she kind of had this horrified ex expression on her face because, you know, these players, when they're out and about doing regular stuff like having a meal, you know, they don't want to get bugged. So, and I totally get that. So I just was kind of like stunned and my eyes were probably big as saucers. And that's when I poked my husband like, oh my God, look over there, that's Sloan Stevens. And I was trying to be discreet because I didn't want to bring, you know, a lot of attention to her and make a scene either. So it was just a neat moment. And no, believe it or not, I didn't walk up to Sloan Stevens nor Katarina Siniakova and say anything or ask for an autograph or photo because, you know, at my age, I'm just over that and I just wanted them to be able to enjoy their their meal but I was tempted especially with Sloan because it's like huh I kind of had to weigh it over in my mind like how many opportunities are you going to have to see a Grand Slam tennis champion in person but I didn't but as she was walking past my table I did yell out good luck and she gave me a half smile so that was nice so anyway, that goes back to the point that if you are anywhere in uh, Mason or in Cincinnati, you're going to see tons of tennis players, especially if you're out to eat. And here's a tip. Tennis players, most of them anyway, unless they have other health issues, they absolutely love to go to Italian restaurants and they carb load on pasta for energy. It's a thing. It's real. It's legit. You go to an Italian restaurant, especially if you go to a higher end one, which mine, like I said, was very middle class Americana Italian. <laughs> so I was surprised to see a tennis player there. But pretty much any Italian restaurant, especially the higher end, you're going to see tennis players for sure. Oh, I do have to go back just for a quick moment to talk about what it's like to actually set through a real life tennis match and I'll talk about it from my husband's perspective because of course me being the absolute tennis lover I could sit there for hours and hours probably 24 hours straight and watch a tennis match and just be totally engrossed in the whole thing but if you're with someone who's not as much of a tennis fan believe it or not they're going to enjoy it as well because of course my husband's been stuck watching thousands of hours of tennis with me which I love that he'll do that and kind of get into it and he said because I asked him I said what is it like for you being here actually watching a match ver in person like live versus watching it on tv and he said he was like i was way more into it i was surprised at at how um engaged i was and he said i liked it much better than watching it on television which is neat and again i can relate because that's how i am with baseball now, I cannot, for the life of me, watch baseball at home. And sorry to you baseball fans. I apologize. <laughs> this is me. But I get so bored and I'm just over it watching it on TV. But when I'm actually at a baseball game, 
I love it. I'm into it. I'm watching. I'm having fun. And so I think if you're not a tennis fan in general, you'll have that same experience. Actually being there in the atmosphere, you will get into it. Okay, I will wind up this podcast. Of course, I've been talking this entire time about the Southern and Western Open that was recently held the week of August 12th in Mason, Ohio at the Lindner Family Tennis Center was an awesome experience and so I'll wrap things up giving you some tips for future visiting of this event. Uh, Be prepared. It is happening in the summertime. So when I say be prepared, be well hydrated because especially if you're going to be there during the day and you're going to be in the sun. That's one thing my husband and I did not do and I know better. (laughs) I should know better. I'm always telling people when you're going to be out in the heat to stay hydrated and we didn't and I think really it's important for you to do that before you're going to be out in the elements and so when we got there uh we just were both like really icky hot and sweaty and just gulping down the water so if we had been drinking water or well, enough adequate water beforehand we wouldn't have had that experience So uh, don't do as we did, get hydrated before. Also be there and on the grounds at least a half hour before the gate's going to open. Um, Sometimes they'll let you in and they'll start opening the gates uh, prior to what time they're supposed to. Like for us and for our evening session, um, the gates were supposed to open at five o'clock. And the day before, they had opened the gates at 4.30. On our day, they were, you know, they were a stickler on that day, and they did not open until 5. But I'm so glad we got there early because the line can get long as you're waiting to get in through um, the main entrance. So be there at least a half hour lined up uh, to get in before your entrance time. You'll thank me for that not having to wait in a line now once a line starts it does go pretty quick through security but still if you're a person that you can't really stand for a long time if you have mobility issues that's something to think about once you get there like i said pace yourself so you can experience everything Um, and like and um, as i stated for next year we will definitely do a full day experience because just having a night session it really doesn't give you enough time to really walk around and see everything so that's something I will definitely do next time is spend an entire day so that we can just you know see and do everything I already said eat and stay hydrated uh, spend the day watch practice sessions and one number one thing to do is download the event app um, you can really immerse yourself into the experience and if you have the app on your phone you can know the different events that are taking place like the live entertainment the ex- exhibitions that I told you that they have throughout the day um, opportunities for the meet and greets with the players all kinds of stuff like that going on you are notified on your app so utilize that and you will have an absolute phenomenal time and finally treat yourself 
take a little extra money with you, um, buy those tennis trinkets, those goodies, um, your souvenirs that you're going to have to remember that experience with, and just have fun. Just know that you're going to have to spend a little extra money on the food and beverages while you're there. But that's okay because when you sit down at the tables, you get to, it's another opportunity for you to meet so many cool people. So in closing, if you're a tennis fan, if you're a fanatic like me, all the way down from a eh, it's okay, I kind of watch and flip through the channels when it's on type of tennis fan, this is a wonderful opportunity for you to have an experience of a lifetime and it's a type of event that is so affordable that you can go year after year with you and your entire family so make it a thing and experience not just the tennis but also all that Cincinnati and Mason Ohio have to offer so I hope to see more of you guys next year at the Southern Western Open and if some of you are encouraged to go just from listening to this podcast, please reach out to me and maybe we can have our own little meetup next year at the event because I definitely, Lord willing, I plan on being there. It was a great experience and it just left me wanting more and more. So kudos and special thanks to everyone who puts on this great event. There are so many wonderful volunteers who take their time out to make it special every year. And all the folks that also work at the Lindner Family Tennis Center. It is a wonderful event for us tennis fans, young and old alike. It was a pleasure. Uh, my husband and I just fell in love with the event and we will be back again and again. So thank you to all of you for making it such a special fan-friendly event. So are you tennis fans out there? Are you sporting fans at all? I would love to know what sporting events are your favorites. Maybe you're not a tennis fan, but maybe you're a baseball or football fan. Let me know your experiences, and it might encourage me to branch out and to do other stuff and other sporting events as well. So please let me know what you thought of this review and let me know if it uh, is at least tempting you to go experience some wonderful tennis at the Southern and Western Open next August of 2020. Until next time, you guys, what is my mantra here? You know what it is by now. Within this next week, do something to make yourself happy. It's not selfish, it's self-care. And hey, good luck to all the players in the U.S. Open this year. You guys already know who I'm rooting for, the three players that I'm going to be watching extra closely during this year's U.S. Open. So watch some good tennis there. And that's also on our bucket list, too, to go to the U.S. Open, perhaps next year as well. Take care, you guys. Thanks for listening. Tell me.